Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Jesus, 
Jesus, lead me on, and I will run after you. Hey, lead me on, Lord, and I will run after you. Oh, yes, I will. Hallelujah. Wow. This is a splendid performance. Thank you so much, Impact Choir. What a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. And when the Lord leads us as our shepherd, it's only green pastures in choir. Yeah, so we'll run after him. Hallelujah. Now it's time for the milk and the honey and the meat. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, the Lord has prepared his vessel to bless you and I. Amen. A seasoned and anointed minister of the gospel. Prophet, evangelist, teacher, apostle, and pastor. Put your hands together. Let's welcome the Bishop, Eddie Faber. you lift up your hands to the Lord wherever you are I am yours just talk to God commit yourself to him right now oh yes oh yes take my life say Take my life For I am yours Oh yes Use me Lord I'm a tired My life is for you My daily life my As I walk through life As I walk through life I see of you use me Lord all my life all my life keep me Lord keep me Lord I'm entirely yours I'm entirely yours life is for you my life is for you my daily life my strength you're my fortress. You're my fortress. My strength. My strength. And my Lord. My Lord. Have your way. Have your way. Every time and to have 
Entirely use me. Entirely use me. Entirely guide me. Entirely guide me. Entirely use me. Entirely use me. For your glory, Lord. Entirely use me. Use me. Guide me. Guide me. Use me. For your glory, Lord, entirely use me, Jesus. Would you guide me, Lord? And use me, Jesus. For your glory, Lord. For your glory, Lord. Entirely use me, Jesus. Lord, guide me, Lord. And use me. For your glory, Lord, for your glory, Lord, I am your say, I am your, oh, I am your, oh, how many want the Lord to use you, lift your hand and take it back I am yours, I am yours, give my life to you, Jesus. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, I give you my life, Lord, I am yours, I am yours. Father, we thank you for tonight. Our prayer, Lord, is that entirely use us. We are available for your use. Thank you that even ordinary people like us, you can choose us and use us. Thank you. We worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please be seated. Wow. Are you glad to be in church tonight? It's so nice. We have a variety of gifts. Singing, dancing, reggae, whatever, worship, everything is available. It's like when you go to a restaurant and they serve, they have buffet. Do you know buffet? May the Lord help you to go to a restaurant and enjoy a buffet. Hey. Very soon you shall be going for a buffet somewhere. Oh, only three people receive. I said very soon. The good thing about a buffet is that the food is spread. So, you know how sometimes you go to a restaurant, somebody orders a food, and you look at the food and you wish you had ordered that one. I, has it occurred to you before? Oh, Father, please take this boat to a restaurant. Now, restaurant But you see, when you look at somebody's food, you say, ah, I should have ordered that one. Has it happened to you before? Okay, I thought it was only me. So what buffet does is that all the things you want is there so when you go and you eat this one you don't like it then you go for another one you take it you don't like it then you go and take another one now what some people don't know is that buffet you don't take a lot at a time you take small 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 then you taste which one is nice then now you go for that you attack that one now some of you in this like Charlie heap here heap here heap here why? Ask the next person, why? Attack everything. All play all. So that's how to do it. Eh? When you come to church, you learn a whole lot of things. And this is one of them. Amen. Wow. Beautiful. Well, you got your copy? You got your copy. I got my copy. 
You got your copy. I open my copy. You open your copy. I open my copy. Hey, what a blessing! What a blessing! What a blessing! Oh, are you giving a shot of these people? You have a short max. Can you wave your own? Lycos. I said Lycos. Lycos. Shasev. So who is a Lycos? An ordinary person, yes. A commonplace person, yes. An unskilled person, what else? Untrained person. One at a time, one at a time, yes. Uncertified person, yes. Unlicensed person, an everyday person. A regular person. Unskilled. Not specialized. A usual person, the usual people. Right. Tonight, we're moving on. We, we've been looking at different topics. So, if you have not been coming, wallow, wallow. But we have been looking at different topics in the way. And tonight, I want us to go to chapter 8. <laughs> the ideal lay pastor. The ideal lay pastor. When we say something is ideal, what do we mean? Eh? <laughs> yes. Most appropriate. Wow. Ideal. What? Preferred. Okay. What else? Standard. Okay. What else? Best. Ideal. Ideal may not necessarily be best, but ideal. Most suitable. Some of you, all you know is ideal milk. Intimate now, you can see it. Preferred, the preferred type, the classic. Wow. All right. Pardon? The expected. Yeah. So some, sometimes people want things to be the ideal. That's, I mean, how it should be. It's not always, ideal is not always the this thing, but everybody wants the ideal situation. Even in life, the ideal thing, you wish that you, you grow to a point, you will marry. You have uh, this thing for a lot of people. It's like if I have two children, now I'm a cage and they're around me. Yeah, people like that. You know, it's the ideal, ideal family, ideal thing, but it's not always so. You know, but we are looking at the ideal lay pastor. We'll be talking about the Lycos. And last week we shared about um, why you must become a lay pastor. We looked at different reasons. We can't go into all that. But we're looking at who is the ideal lay pastor. Yeah. And I believe that every one of you here is becoming a lay pastor. Those of you at the back, you don't believe it. You see, that's why I don't like people sitting at the back. Okay. So, (laughs) the first thing we need to see here is that the ideal lay pastor... Is a volunteer for life. Yeah. That's the ideal lay pastor. I mean, lay for life. Lay? Lay? You are lay for life. And such people, they are not double minded. But one of the things I'll do in this chapter is I'll refer to some other chapters. In the book, for instance, when you go to chapter 10, it talks about double minded lay pastors. You see, but there are some people they are not double minded, they are sure that this is what they want. A double minded lay pastor, you will find that such people they are double minded about lay and the full time ministry and introduce instability in their lives. 
they are not stable. They, they, are, they are not sure. Shaky. Is it lay or full time? Am I lay or full time? But there are some people they know that challenge. Olenoko. Me, I have made up my mind that lay. Lay. And there is nothing wrong, at least from what we are learning now. It is also a powerful thing that God has called you to also give yourself in that way. That you are working and you are serving God. You are working and you are... Oh, put your hands together. I think that this is the best book. Anybody who is a lay person must be very happy. You see, because sometimes when you look at full-time people, you wonder that, "Mm, am I doing the right thing at all? But from this, we are learning that challenge some people to this is what God has given one talent, one this. This is what God has given to you. Give yourself to it for life. So you find that a double minded lay pastor, he lacks honesty and truth. He's not truthful. Yeah. He says, I draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double minded. So you find that there are people like that. They are double-minded. And they are not able to come to God well. But there are some people, they have made up their mind that this is it. This is where I belong. They are in it fully. Yeah. If you are in a relationship with somebody, you see that the person is not sure. Every time he's just saying, me, I don't know whether this relationship, I like it all. Uh, if you see any brother like that, sisters know that this thing is not going anywhere to happen you better move out of the relationship but you see the sister they will be seeing it all and so I'm praying that he will change when a person is double minded as a lay pastor it exposes you to a love hate relationship with the ministry yeah you hate the thing today you love it tomorrow you hate it it's at the ministry me cry. I don't even know why I've given myself. I don't even know you because you are double-minded. If you are double-minded, you will find out that it will introduce a long period of confusion into your life and ministry. You are confused. And there are people who are confused because they don't know where they stand. Are you for lay or you are for full-time? You'll be confused. But once you have made up your mind that, listen, this is it. This is what the Lord has called me to. You give yourself fully to it. Oh, yeah. I know some people who have said that, Charlie, we did. Wale. Wale noko. Woke libaya. Woke libaya. Wale noko. Wale, wale noko. Charlie, we don't know anything. All we know is lay. Giving themselves fully to the thing. And they are not confused. Yeah. When you are double-minded, what will happen is that you will demonstrate immaturity. Yeah. You see that you are tossed to and fro like a child. And then also, when you are double-minded, it will make you have a faulty ministry. So, the ideal lay pastor is one who is not double-minded. He's sure. He knows what he wants. And he's going into the thing fully. Fully. And every one of you, I think it would be good for you to pray and be sure what the Lord wants you to do. What gives you peace? Once you have peace about it, brother, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Because you will arrive in heaven and receiving crowns just like the full-time pastor who has also arrived. Yeah. Because we are all flowing in our lane and we have given ourselves fully to the thing. So as they are rewarded, they will reward all of us if that's what you were. Well done, good and faithful servant. The same words to everybody. Wow. Hmm. Those who give themselves to the lay ministry for life, they do not waver from their initial commitment. Yeah. 
And I see people even here who have been lay pastors for a long time and still moving strong. Lay. They are not too worried about the state. They are happy where they are. They are flowing. Yeah. Who was it that I was talking to? So, I mean, full time. I don't think that I'm called to full time. Yeah. This is where I am. And I was telling you last time that when we force people to become full time and they don't want to be frustration galore. Yeah. So don't force anybody. If at a point the Lord wants you to come, great. You see, one of the ways to do, do the lay ministry and be happy is to have do the lay ministry and to have a full time heart. You are a lay pastor, but you are full time in your heart. That way, you know that you are full time. Even though you are doing the lay ministry. Because the lay ministry, it graduates. You see, you can go to another level where the things, your own business, you are doing. So at any time, T, you are available. You are available. That one, too, is also another one. <laughs> Number two. The ideal lay pastor, today is a short service. The ideal lay pastor is a good shepherd and a good pastor. A good shepherd and a good pastor. How is he a good shepherd? Jesus talks about it in John chapter 10. A good shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. A good shepherd is not a highland. He doesn't run away from the sheep. He's there for them. He prays for them. He visits them. He counsels them. He interacts with them. He's concerned about their marriages. He's concerned whether they have beloveds or not. Their problem is his problem. He goes before the sheep to make a way. He is a way maker. He has a way making ministry. Yeah. He is there. Sometimes he sees a brother on one side. He sees a sister on the other side. Then you ask the brother, have you seen this sister? <laughs> and the brother will say, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen her. So what do you think about her? To me, she looks powerful. What do you think? Try this one and see. He's a way maker. He makes a way. That is a good shepherd. He is praying for the sheep every day. He goes to visit them to see how they are doing. Yeah. That's the ideal lay pastor. The ideal lay pastor must have time. If you are a lay pastor, you don't have time for the sheep. You don't visit them. You have sheep that have been given to you to go and look for them. Then you leave them. <laughs> the beast of the field will eat them up as they are walking around without a shepherd. A good shepherd, the Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He will make sure that the sheep do not want. He will make them lie down in green pasture. He will lead them beside still waters. Yeah. When you are going to a relationship and it's not good, he will advise them. It's not a good relationship. Don't go. Don't marry this guy. Don't marry that lady. Yeah. That's the good shepherd. That's the ideal pastor. Ideal. He counsels the people. He is there for their wedding. He is there for their outdooring. If they have any bereavement or anything like that, he is there by the family. How many think that you can be an ideal, ideal lay pastor? The most suitable. Even the sheep like you. When they see Pastor Joe coming, they are very happy. Because Pastor Joe, dear, when he comes, everything will be all right. When I was a lay pastor, I made up my mind I'm going to be the ideal lay pastor. Yeah. It was not easy, but I'll be there. I'll force 
have to be there. I'll be sometimes travel, go for funerals, go for programs. That is the ideal lay pastor. So I am preaching to you as ideal lay pastor because I know that you are going to be lay pastors. Every one of you, anybody who comes for midweek service, believe that you are going to become a pastor. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm speaking to pastors. I'm not speaking to ordinary church members. Look at the nearest pastor sitting by you. Pastor or lady pastor something. You see, we are speaking it. It's as if we are joking, but it's a confession. You now, when they called you lady pastor, so so and so, didn't it sound nice to you? The ideal pastor knows the sheep by name. The sheep is not one among the many. You know the name of the sheep. Yeah. Call him her or whatever. You know the name. You know which zone, which bustle. You know which area. That's an ideal lay pastor. May you be an ideal lay pastor in Jesus. Number three, the ideal lay pastor is a good businessman or professional. Try business. You see, when you are good in the area of business and all that, it's very likely that you'll be good here. Because it's just about the same principle. Yeah. When Jesus was, he gave that parable, he said that the kingdom of heaven is like a man that traveled. And he gave some money to some people. He gave one this way. Then he said, do business till I come. Do business till I come. Occupy till I come. In other words, do something with what I've given to you and make profit. So the ideal lay pastor, when we give him three souls, we don't expect to come back and there's only one person or maybe half because he has exchanged <laughs> that soul with a, a small boy. <laughs> Some of you shepherd, when we give you, we give you the souls in your basel. By the time we come back to the basel, all the people are gone. But we must be able to come and see that you have multiplied the sheep. Yeah. Jacob was a very good lay pastor. In Genesis, I think chapter 30 or so, he talks about how Laban gave him sheep to take care of. And he said that none of them was lost. I took care of them. Find it. It's in the Bible. <laughs> it's in Genesis. Somewhere there. Show Pastor Gerard will find it for us. But you will find out that when Laban was trying to cheat him, he said, 10 years I have worked for you. None of your sheep died. I've taken care of them, make sure that they were all. How come now you don't want to pay me my wages? Yes, what did he say? And he said unto him, Thou knowest how I have served thee, and how thy cattle was with me. Your cattle was with me. For it was little which thou hast before I came. When I came, you had very little. Churchy. But look at it. And it is now increased. It is now increased. And how come you, when we give you the sheep, by the time we are finishing, they, they, are, they are all finishing your hand. They don't increase. As the next person, are you an ideal lay pastor? I do, I do lay shepherd. He's a businessman. Yes. And the Lord has blessed thee since my coming. Since my coming, something has happened. Yes. Okay, and now when shall I provide for mine own house also? 
Mm. Okay, and Laban said, what shall I give thee? And but look at, search for, you have changed my wages seven, ten times, or whatever. Change my wages. Since I came to work for you, that place is where he talked about all this. Then night and day, I was looking after your sheep. It was cold. I was there looking after the sheep. That's the ideal lay pastor. Yeah. Rain, you don't allow rain to take the sheep away. When it rains, you are looking for them. It's not that when it rains, we come to church and where are they? We can't find them. You have left them to the wind. But a good lay pastor, an ideal lay pastor, will ensure that the sheep comes. It's raining. So what? Come to church. And you will not leave till the, the, the person also comes. But you see that such a person, he does well in his secular work. And he also does well in the ministry work. When people don't do well in the secular work, they bring all their frustration to the ministry work. And sometimes they blame the ministry for the way things are going in the secular. But my brother, if it's not working, it's not working. It's not the ministry. Yeah. Haven't seen anybody come to God and go down. Anybody who comes to God is promoted. And your life will be a beautiful example to the people around you. If you come to God and you are demoted and there's something wrong. In your school, you must be the first. Daniel was stopped. Bible says that when they did the exams, they found him to be ten times better than his colleagues. Bible says he had the spirit of excellence. We must have a spirit of excellence. At your workplace, you are sleeping all the time. You are not a good, you are not an ideal lay pastor. An ideal lay pastor doesn't sleep at the work. An ideal lay pastor is recommended by his manager. Yeah. One day, one of our pastors was sharing with us how he used lay people in the ministry to go and do a presentation. Yeah, he was coming to present marketing, whatever. And as he put the flip chart, whatever, then he was talking to the people. Then he remembered that Bishop said, You must preach extemporaneously. That means preach off the cuff. Don't even look at what you are saying. Just so he started talking without looking at his notes. He, was, he had memorized some two points. He was just preaching extemporaneously. They said maintain eye contact. So he was just looking at the people and was just maintaining eye contact. They said walk around. So he was walking around. He went to stand by his boss and was talking to the boss. And then, oh, by the time he finished, they said, "How can organize tickets for him to go abroad?" Somebody, because of the way you are doing the work, they will organize a ticket for you. He said when he came back from abroad. They are changing his office. He said the office he had, he was facing the wall. It was a face the wall office. I said when he came back, they took him to third floor. And he, he, he had glass all around him. He was looking outside the city of Accra. That shall be your story in the name of Jesus. Hey. So may you be a good and ideal lay pastor who can combine everything. Yeah. Bishop says here that the ideal number four, that's the number four. Let me go to number four quickly. We are closing. The, number four, the ideal lay pastor is good at combining the pastoral work with secular work. And look at what he says. He says, he has overcome all the difficulties and challenges of combining these two very different activities. They are very different activities. So, ministry, doing uh, whatever. There are some people when they when they you go to your, the people are amazed that they come to church or they see you. You are operating in, in, in an entirely different world. You go here. You are doing. Uh, what is it that you are doing? 
Every journey, what are you doing? Calculating uh, debit, credit. International market, this, that, that, that. You are doing, uh, you are talking to clients, this, that, that. Yeah. Too many things. Then the next time we see you again, you are preaching, raising the dead, healing the. Hey! Charlie, that shall be your story. You will combine effectively. Oh, yeah. One will not prevent the other. He has overcome all the difficulties and the challenges. Oh, yeah. Being an ideal lay pastor is being able to overcome challenges. You see, people, small challenge, you can't do that. They say, you won't come to church. Small challenge, you are sleeping in the house. Small challenge. Because, you see, the secular work will also train you. It will develop in you something. That's why you see a lot of people who have not worked in the secular world, when they come into full time, they can't do well. Because the secular world will train you something. Wake up early. Hey, you sleep and see. <laughs> if your house is inside Botiano, there's a, a place there. You can ask uh, 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 this guy. He will tell you if you leave even a minute after six. Wara. Wara, beba. Hey, the traffic. So you learn the discipline of waking up early, moving, beating the traffic. I know people, they drive to the car park of their office and they sit in their car, have their quiet. In fact, they will sleep small because they woke up very early. Sleep small. Wake up and do the quiet time in the car. Rise up, brush their teeth, go into their office. Sure, you must be able to overcome situations, overcome challenges. That's an ideal pastor. Overcome. Sure. I remember we used to have IPTP, informal pastoral training program. With Bishop Dag. And the meeting, there's no closing time. I will come from work. Those days I used to work at Joy FM. I will come. I'm there we, we, after service, like midweek service, as we have finished. So we are around. We are, we are around. We are, we are around. There's there. Then so the meeting is starting. Me came here at 1 a.m. That's when the meeting is starting. You people, when you're not full. This type of thing that you are doing, that's why you are not strong. We are starting the meeting at 1. And the meeting will go on to like 5 a.m. So the dress I wore, the shirt I wore to church, the same shirt, and I go back to work. That's all. I go back to work. I can't go back home. He has money to overcome the challenges. All the things difficult. Overcome. 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 An ideal pastor is one that overcomes challenges. Yeah. Ah, how come you don't overcome everything? You just say that. Hey, I don't know what is happening. You don't know what is happening. You better rise up. I told you about that woman who was driving at Obeche Bilam. She said, she was just there, and the cars were just passed. Hey, it is you who must rise up and overcome all these things. Tell somebody I shall overcome. Sometimes you arrive in the office, Onake, you are feeling sleepy. Has it happened to you before? Yeah. Overcome. One of our pastors, a lay pastor, he was a, a train driver in London. Yeah, he was driving train. Sometimes he'll be driving the train and he'll be sleeping. Easy. Another one that they thought he had a night job. Because he would be doing visitation after work. Do, do that. By the time he comes back to work, he's tired. 
All his eyes are red like this. They started suspecting that he had another job. So he was doing a night job. But that's it. That's the ideal lay pastor. Overcome. 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 Hey. As for the challenges, they will be there. They will be there. But if you are going to do well as a lay pastor, overcome challenges. I don't know what things you are faced with. You see, when you read Revelation chapter 2, chapter 3, you will see that the Lord was speaking to the church and to him that overcome it, and to him that overcome it, and to him that overcome it. God loves overcomers. May you be an overcomer. Be an overcomer. Number five. The ideal lay pastor has a great respect for full-time ministry. Even though he himself does not leave the secular profession for the ministry. The ability to genuinely respect full-time priests even though you are not entering it yourself is a mark of an ideal lay pastor. I know people, they themselves, they are not desiring to come into full-time. They don't have any, but they respect the full-time ministry. When you look at chapter 9, Bishop talks about it there. Look at it. He said, Romans 13, 7, he said, Render therefore to all their due. Tribute to whom tribute is due. To whom custom, fear to whom fear. Custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear. Honor to whom honor. And then he's talking about the attitude that a lay pastor must have. He said, a lay pastor, number one, proves his respect for full-time ministry when he is not non-committal or committal on the subject of full-time ministry. Yeah. He proves his respect. He's not somebody, when they talk about full-time ministry, then he just, he supports it. He's happy about it. He's happy that people are doing it. God, there are some lay pastors. They talk. One of our pastors, he went to stay with some lay pastors somewhere. He said, are you following these people to go full time? Yeah. He came to tell us. A lay pastor proves his respect for full time ministry when he honestly admits that he does not have the courage or boldness to be in full time ministry. That's how you show your respect for it. He said, Charlie Olenoko. Bishop always says that full time ministry it's like high jump, long jump, triple jump, and then pull vote. <laughs> Do you know high jump? Long jump. Triple jump. Then pull vote. It's not everyone who is able to go through that. So, an ideal lay pastor will let you know, Olinoko, this high jump, triple jump, pole vote, yeah. Brother, you guys are called. I, I, I believe you. I believe you. That, that's, that's an ideal lay pastor. He has respect. An ideal lay pastor a lay pastor proves his respect for full-time ministry when he speaks highly of the full-time ministry. When you are with him, he doesn't make full-time ministry look like something that... Yeah. Like this guy who went to stay in this pastor's house and the way the pastor talked some way about full-time ministry. Hey. He spoke But an ideal... Say, Charlie, you know... Admire these people that they have been able to leave everything. Only some of us say, hey, onion, onion. at all, at all. We cannot, we cannot do it. Yeah, so as we have seen that people have left their thing, we have some people who came full time but they went back. 
Oh yeah, when they came, they challenge me very easy. At all, I'm going. <laughs> Look at somebody say, at all, it's very easy. There are so many people they came full time. That after one or two, yeah, because you can see that you see the lifestyle that you were living. Uh, if you are going to live the same in the full time, it work here. I'm going back. I'm going back. Bishop, thank you very much. A lay pastor proves his respect for full time ministry when he is able to encourage others to be in full time. Like Samuel's mother. Samuel's mother was not coming to full time. But she encouraged her son. My son. My son. My son. My son. Go into the full time ministry. It's a good thing. Go. Go. Have respect. Because a lot of people don't respect the full time ministry. Think that challenge. It's not uh, this thing. Why? Why do you go? Mm-hmm. You know. And for some people to what they have seen before in places... Yeah, because in some churches, Charlie, when you are a full-time minister, they will buy your toilet roll for you. They will come to the bathroom and say, toilet roll. Okay, this one is to finish in two days. So use this small, small. Don't use it too much. Bring another one. Oh. No, fine. They will bring you soap. Whether you like it or not, that's the soap we have bought for you. Use it. Even the car you are using. They have written boldly on the car that near Jebono. So don't have any. It's a church car. So we have some people in the church whose fathers were pastors in some of these churches. They vowed that they would never be full time. <laughs> full time. Me. At all. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody who does that <laughs> at all. But Samuel's mother, she made, eh? moreover, his mother made him a little coat and brought it to him from year to year, every year, bringing him coat when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. I remember when I was coming to full-time ministry, I told my mother that I'm going to (laughs) full-time. She said, go for it, son. Go for it. That's what I said. Powerful. Thank you. Because one of my brothers, when I told him, he said, oh, I have to go and do my master's first. (laughs) As I started looking at the thing, we can see how your life, you go and do your master's. A lay pastor proves his respect for full-time ministry when he is able to defer to and receive counsel from a full-time pastor. There are some lay people they don't receive counsel from. Why? I earn more money than you. Why should I receive from you? I will not. I will not. Wow. Where are we? Number what? Six. The ideal lay pastor is sacrificial. Listen, you must sacrifice. Who? I don't know how much we have to talk about this sacrifice thing. But really, to be a good and ideal lay pastor, you must be prepared to sacrifice. Sacrifice. The devil hates sacrifice. Yeah. Three people. There are three enemies of sacrifice. Number one, the Antichrist. Daniel 11, 32. Bible says that the Antichrist is fighting the daily sacrifice. Fighting. So that there will be desolation in the church. Because when we don't sacrifice, things will not work. Yeah. And then number two enemy of sacrifice is Judas. Judas 
the spirit of Antichrist, the spirit of Judas. Do you know the Judas is? They don't like it when people are breaking their alabaster box to go and give. They will fight it. Then Satan himself. When Jesus was going to the cross, he entered Peter. And said, Charlie, tell him that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, across eh? Did you hear that story? Somebody went to, his son was talking to him that he should give his life to God. If he doesn't give his life to God, he will go to hell. You see, God people, they like fighting everything they want to fight. Everything they bring Bukumbangu inside. You have taken this into heaven too. What? <laughs> Look at that. Some of you don't understand. He said, When I arrive in heaven, this is a Gam. Gam is a tribe. It's a tribe. The Gam people, they are a tribe. They, they, they call themselves Gam. Nians. Gam. Nians. They are a tribe in Ghana. And they, 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 when, when you see them, you see them. They are talking, everything is warlike, quarrelsome, action. I mean, they don't know how to talk softly. So, the son was witnessing to him, and the son told him that, listen, if you don't give your life to God, when you get to heaven, you'll be directed to hell. And the guy told the son that, listen, when I arrive in heaven and I see Peter, I'll tell Peter, he rather, he rather should go to hell here. Yeah. He won't go to hell here. Yeah. Well, look at that. You are going to fight Peter in heaven. Tell somebody, Bomoya earlier. When Jesus was going to sacrifice, Peter said, Oh, yeah, sacrifice. Oh, yeah, cross. You are not going to the cross. Jesus said, This one, it is Satan. Satan will not want you to die. Take up your cross. Fight you. But you see, the power of sacrifice does three things. Number one, it is a power that makes people follow you. Look at us today. After 2,000 years, we are still following Jesus. Why? Because he sacrificed. Secondly, it is a power that makes you able to convince people. What has made all of us want to do this lay ministry, do the work of God? Because we have seen an example in Bishop Dag. We are convinced. That is possible. And number three, it's a power that makes people become committed. The reason why your church, your Zona members and your Basel members are not committed, the reason why they don't want, they are not convinced, because when they look at you, you have no sacrifice. You yourself, you don't give yourself to the work in a certain way. Hmm? So they are not convinced. You can't make them follow you. When he said we are going to church, because they haven't seen you sacrifice. A sacrifice that makes the difference. Oh, may there be ideal pastors in the church that are sacrificing. And finally, the ideal pastor is loyal and persistent ministry. He doesn't allow midlife crisis all these type of things to stop him. 
You know midlife crisis? When you are growing up, you get to a certain age. It's something called midlife crisis. But those things don't stop. A lot of people around that time, they stop ministry. Oh, no, they stop. Because they cannot handle it. But an ideal lay pastor will continue handling it. Oh, I see many ideal lay pastors in the church. I see people who are saying, Lord, I am yours. Take me. Use me. Use me entirely yours. Entirely use me. Entirely guide me. Entirely use me. You are saying that I'm going to work for you. It doesn't matter what happens. I'm going to show respect to the ministry. I'm going to sacrifice for the ministry. I'm going to be a good shepherd and a good pastor. I'm going to run the race to the very end. I see many ideal pastors. May the grace and the anointing of God come upon you. To run this race. To be an ideal pastor. Giving yourself fully and totally to the work. Lift up your voice and just begin to talk to God. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Pray today. In just about two minutes, three minutes, talk to God. Tell him. Tell him. May I be an ideal pastor? An ideal pastor. An ideal shepherd. It's time for prayer, not time for chatting, ladies. Talk to God. Talk to Talk to God.
every minute every second may we be able to combine our secular work and our ministry work effectively Lord we bless you our lives are available to you Lord use us and tonight with every head bowed with all eyes closed maybe somebody invited you to church but you're not born again you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior I want to say pastor pray with me I want to surrender my heart to Jesus if you're here like that just lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you you want to be born again lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you wherever you are lift it up if you have lifted up your hand come all the way to the front I want to pray with you come let me pray with you come all the way come let's pray Lost without you. Place Judas Matthias. No, that one was Barabbas. But Barnabas, he was the one who introduced Paul, brother. God is going to use you mightily. You'll be introducing the Pauls. Church. Lift up your two hands. We're going to pray. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. From today, I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Barnabas, God bless you. Who invited you to church? Sami. Who is Sami? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. See our pastor. He's going to talk to you, give you a book to help you to serve God well. Okay. Someday we'll come back to church. I'd like to see you. Okay. God bless you. Please follow me. Wow. Oh, are you excited? How many ideal pastors and shepherds are here? Tell you, you're going to be an ideal pastor. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030-7010-444. God richly bless you.